It is uh, 6.51, and uh, by the way, thanks to Kelly Fitzgerald, the president of the Detroit Kennel Club, they look forward to seeing everyone at the next uh, Detroit Kennel Club uh, dog show, June 24th and 25th of next year. So questions asked, questions answered. That's what we try to do here. Uh, it's beautiful today, and it's mild today. Uh, but they're gonna. It's gonna get hot again. I mean, we're just starting summer. It's gonna get really hot as temperatures have soared this past week. There's greater risk for developing heat-related illnesses, which can have deadly consequences. In fact, the CDC notes that between 2004 and 2018, an average of 700 heat-related deaths occurred in the U.S. every year. That's a big number, and in our special. University of Michigan, Michigan Answers with Paul W. Smith. We welcome Dr. Brad Uren, the emergency physician for University of Michigan Health, to talk with us about heat-related illnesses and their and their signs, as well as how we can prevent these tragedies this summer. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. Uh, maybe a, just a simple definition so people understand about heat stroke, what it is and how dangerous it can be. Well, sure. As you mentioned, heat stroke is a, a life-threatening medical emergency, and it's the most uh, dangerous of all the heat illnesses. Um, heat illness generally is, is a dysregulation of body temperature. So instead of being 98.6, um, we're less able to sweat and regulate our body heat when things get hot outside, and so the temperature rises. And as it does, our organs don't work the way they normally do. And when it becomes more severe and the brain itself is impacted, that's when people have heat stroke. Uh, things like confusion, slurred speech, they're just not themselves. And it's absolutely a reason to, to get them to medical attention immediately before it becomes deadly. Um, and you can call 911 to get EMS on the way, but you can also try to loosen their, their restrictive clothing, try to get them into the air conditioning or a cooler environment to try to cool them off and help protect them while help arrives. What are some of the signs that would let us know that, that we're on the verge of heat stroke? So as I mentioned, heat stroke is the most severe, but we've all experienced some of the milder signs. Um, when we're outside working or playing in, in a hot environment, we may have things like heat rash, bumpy, uncomfortable red skin where, we're, where we sweat. Um, we may also have heat cramps. So the, the big muscles like the calves or the shoulders can, can have cramps because we're becoming dehydrated and losing some of our natural electrolytes, body salts. Um, those symptoms go away pretty quickly if we rest and cool off. But if we don't listen to those warnings from our body, we can have more severe symptoms of heat exhaustion, which is a number of different symptoms. But things like headache, lightheadedness, flushing of skin, nausea, people just don't feel well. And those are really strong warning signs that you should heed. Get yourself, or if you recognize these in a family member or coworker, get them into the air conditioning, cool them off, get them rehydrated to, to protect them before they progress to that more life-threatening form. I, I would guess time is of the essence. The sooner the better. Absolutely. All right. And uh, are there those among us, uh, people who are more susceptible to heat-related illnesses than others? So it's important to recognize that really no one group is protected from heat illness, but there are some groups that are at higher risk. So 
extremes of age, uh, kids younger than school age, but especially kids under the age of two, or older adults uh, over the age of, say, 65 or 70, uh, both groups have a harder time regulating their temperature. But there's also people with certain medical conditions like kidney problems, uh, heart failure, even some medications being taken for heart disease or other conditions can affect your ability to sweat effectively and regulate your temperature. And it's hard for me to give all of your listeners you know, customized advice. So if people have concerns about their medications or their condition, they should speak to their doctor to make sure they're prepared when the temperatures are hot. It is, it is so heartbreaking, and, and for many of us, it seems, how could that possibly happen? But it happened again. Um, you know, the little kids, as you mentioned, have a hard time regulating their body uh, temperature, and we just had another story coming to us from Texas this week about a mother rushing home to prepare for a birthday party, uh, left her 5-year-old son in a vehicle for two or three hours before realizing that he was there. These, these stories, Doc, seem incredible to me. I mean, how do you, how are you in your house and don't recognize that your five-year-old's not there for a couple of hours? But be that as it may, unfortunately, when she did realize it, it was too late, and that five-year-old died. And uh, it's just the beginning of a horrible, horrible story. So it's just, it. we reiterate, you don't leave children in a car, period. Uh, it's much worse when it's a hot car. And the same thing goes for pets under those circumstances. And uh, just a sad story. We hear it all the time. i got to tell you, Doc, just to veer off for a second. You know, when somebody came up with the idea of saying, uh, when you have your child in the back seat, put something really important back there so you remember to look back there when you get out of the car. And I'm going, really? What's more important than your child? In the back seat. Oh, I got to get my flashlight. I left it in the back seat. Oh my goodness, my child is here. I mean, I, I don't quite understand that, Doc. And I, you don't have to have an opinion on that, but I just think it's kind of crazy. All right, uh, back to your specialization, and that is preventing these kinds of illnesses. What are your thoughts? Well, as, as we mentioned, having early recognition of these, these symptoms is critical. So if you, if you recognize those, those cramps or heat rash symptoms uh, or some of the signs of heat exhaustion, get yourself uh, or, or get that person uh, into the shade, into the cooler environment like the air conditioning. Try to stay as hydrated as you possibly can, but also really just avoid, um, try to avoid the heat of the day. So if you're someone that likes to exercise outdoors, try to do that early or late in the day when the temperatures are more mild, uh, and really just stay vigilant. And if you have questions about uh, how to protect yourself or if your health will impact your ability to regulate your body temperature, speak to your doctor. Well put, doctor. Thanks for your help. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Dr. Brad Jaren, an emergency physician for the University of Michigan Health, and our Michigan Answers here on the Paul W. Smith Show at News Talk 760 WJR. Lots more coming your way in the news and behind the news right here on the Paul W. Smith Show.